welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Love always causes people to go, well, they don't care how much you have to say to them as much as they care how much you love them. Is that right? Because if you don't think somebody cares anything about you, you're not going to listen to them, are you? First, you've got to let love rule. You've got to let love reign. You've got to let love be the number one thing. Verse 16 and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. So he's saying we have to abide in God and abide in love, because then he abides in love and abides in God and God in him. When we abide in love, then people can see the love of God too, can't they? They can see God's love shining through you. We have to be children of love, children of faith, but we also have to walk in our authority in Christ Jesus to be victorious in this life because we have an enemy called the devil and he wants to come in and he wants to try to make you have thoughts that aren't lining up with love. He wants to make you have thoughts that don't line up with faith. He wants to make you have thoughts that don't line up with the Word of God. But we have to be careful about that. We have to let God's Word be the number one thing that rules us because if we don't, we'll get off. And if you think He's not out to destroy you, you got another thought coming because that is His number one goal, the devil. It's said in John 10.10, 10, the thief only comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, but I came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. So that tells you right there that the devil is out to do nothing but just to steal. To kill you, to steal you, and destroy you. And how does he do that? By getting you focused on other things except the word of God. And to try to make you think that God doesn't love you. That's just number one thing. Anybody ever heard that before? God doesn't love you, and he'll try to make other people think that he doesn't love you because of how you treat them, that, he doesn't, that God doesn't love them. So we have to let other people understand that God loves them just as much as he loves us. We just accepted it before they did. Is that right? It's not our righteousness that we're going to make it to heaven on us. It's on his righteousness. I can look back on uh, my past experiences and my past life and say, there's no way I could have made it without the Lord. <laughs> I'm so thankful for him and the change he's made in my life. It, it is, it's hard to explain it. But it happened. And it will happen in your life too. 
the thing that I want you to understand is today is that God loves you so much. He loves you as much as he did Ishmael Dale Blevins that sent me from Oklahoma to North Carolina to get him born again. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus Christ from heaven to the earth so that you could be born again and receive all the fullness of the things of God. He said he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. He loves us so much because God is love. Now a lot of people have tried to make God not to be love but to be some old uh, hateful thing that's got a fly swatter and every time you do something wrong he's going to hit you in the head with it or going to have lightning to come down and strike you if you do one thing wrong or say something wrong, put some disease on you so that you can uh, be sick and teach you a lesson. Let me ask you something. If you love your children with an earthly love, uh, an old human love, would you want your children to be sick? No, we don't. Do you want to hit them in the head? No, you don't. You want them to be blessed. That's the way God is. God is love. But there's been too much religion taught and too much self-works taught instead of righteousness taught that Jesus Christ is our righteousness and we are righteous in Him. And that God is nothing but pure love. If you express Jesus Christ in any other way except pure love, you couldn't do it. If you was to express the Father God in any other way except pure love, you can't do it. If you express the Holy Spirit in any way except pure love, you can't do it because they're all three of them are pure love. The pureness of it. They're agape love. Our human love is nothing compared to that. We can look in and see the things that God has done for us and understand by just what He's provided for us. That He loves us so much, it's, it's unreal. It's sometimes it's hard for us to understand that. But if we'll read the Ephesians prayer in chapter 3, in Ephesians, it said, Paul said, Father, I pray that they'd know the length, the breadth, the depth, and the height of your love so that they can be filled with all the fullness of God. Is that right? We need to come into an understanding of the fullness of His love. Not just He does love us, but a fullness of it. The fullness of the understanding of it. And when we come into that, we'll know that there's nothing God will hold back from us. There's nothing that He won't provide for us. Nothing He hasn't provided for us. Everything. He gave us faith. Let's turn to Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith is it impossible to please Him. It is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. He said He's a rewarder, didn't He? Not a taker away. Some people say, well, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. 
No, God blesses you, but the devil wants to come and take everything away from you that he can. He wants to steal from you. He wants to take everything if he can. But God's going, I freely give. Is that right? But we have to receive those things by faith. And when we live by faith, then we can receive those things. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. We say, well, I can't see it. Faith is the evidence of it. Is that right? Faith is the evidence of the thing that we ask God for. And we can't receive faith without hearing the word of God. And Romans 10 verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Is that right? So when we hear God's word, it produces faith in us. I like to say it like this. God's words are full of faith. And people try to get faith without hearing God's word and you can't do it. Is that right? 1 John 5, 14 and 15. I'm going to close with this. Now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So we get faith. We ask him for the things, and we know that we're going to receive it because he loves us so much. He provided it for us. We know he wants us to have it. So there's only one thing that will keep us from having it, and that's the devil trying to put doubts into our mind to try to make us think that God doesn't want us to have it. But if you'll stay in the word of God, you'll know without a doubt. You'll have full confidence that God wants us to have everything he provided for us. And then nothing can come in to steal it away from you. That's what happens. We don't ha- we're not confident enough at what God said to receive those things. And then the devil comes in by putting doubts into our mind to steal it from us. Is that right? Instead of saying, no, I have that now. I received that now. Faith is the substance. I've already got it. I received it when I prayed. It's mine, and nothing can keep me from having it. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We don't look at the things which are seen. We look at the things which are not seen. And the things that are not seen, it says in Ephesians chapter 1, He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing and heavenly places in Christ. And the thing that we have to see is the Word of God. And then when we take the Word of God and we believe it, then it comes alive in us and we do see it. We don't look at the natural things out here, but we look at the Word of God through faith. And then we'll receive everything that God wants us to have. Amen? One thing I'd like to do today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you a chance to get to know Him as your Lord and Savior and ask Him to come into your heart. The number one thing in this life is that we know Him as our Lord. 
In Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Father God, I come before you today, and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead and seated at your right hand that he is the son of God. Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to wash away every sin. Make me a new creature in Christ Jesus. I receive you as my Lord and I'll walk with you all the days of my life. And Father, I thank you. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.